County 10 Sports Podcast. Here we are again, wrapping up the end of the week and previewing the upcoming weekend of Fremont County Sports. I'm Jared Anderson and joined as always by County 10 Sports Director Wyatt Baridjko. Wyatt, how are you? I'm doing good, Jared. How about you? I'm great. It's, uh, man, I always look forward to this part of the week and here we are again previewing uh the upcoming friday with a whole lot of high school football and it is just busy top to bottom really with all the different sports going on across fremont county you have some volleyball coming up too yeah we got lander versus riverton it's kind of a special thing for everybody it's our first time doing volleyball coverage video wise um if you're watching this or tuned in after we'll have the archive stream for you guys to tune into but you know to be able to expand our coverage the way we are it's a big deal and you know to add another girl sport which Mm -hmm. was really a big contributor to this because we cover baseball football and basketball and only one of those sports is one of the girls sports so to be able to expand our coverage and do more for girls sports was a big thing and i'm glad we were able to do that and what better way to kick it off jared with lander versus riverton yeah that's kind of a big deal uh, i'm sure everybody in fremont county knows that but a uh, big deal with the rivalry and really cool to get some more sports on if it was up to us especially wyatt and i every <laughs> single sport would have a crew and uh, would be able to broadcast for you but there's not enough people or equipment or money to go around for things like that so we do have to focus on what we can and we are hoping to continue to expand our sports coverage but it will start with with a few uh, volleyball games and really looking forward to this showdown tonight six o'clock right yep and this one in particular this one just for folks um you know later riverton you think keeper of the gold this one is not that keeper of the gold that will happen in lander later on this season so this one's just kind of a interclass matchup between these two and this will be the first of three volleyball matches that we'll call this season we'll have lander versus whirlin that's playing and then we'll have that keeper of the gold later on it's kind of interesting that they don't include that trophy in the first game of the year you think maybe it travels back and forth but i guess they just want to keep it in one location for the entire year yeah i think that makes sense i mean every other sport only gets one opportunity to win the gold and you know volleyball gets two of those so why not just do it one time and you know at least they split locations like last year riverton hosted that game and now this year lander will host it and hopefully maybe it's when the gym is done at the billboard or the bob carey memorial Fieldhouse. new gym coming soon yeah force being put in they're redoing that whole gym so it's looking pretty nice right now a couple of times i've walked by and mm-hmm. checked it out Looking forward to seeing that. Uh, I was able to go chat with new Lady Wolverine volleyball head coach Justin Taylor last week and four Lady Wolverine seniors. Uh, They're really excited for the opportunity to go out with uh, making some noise. They want to have a better year this year and uh, go make some noise across the state, really. They're excited about their senior class, and I know Coach Taylor is too. How's uh, your interactions been with Lander Volleyball? They've been good. You know, um, know, last year, they didn't make it to the state tournament and that seems to be a goal set by that team also they're more kind of focused on being a team me above or me below team thing it's you want to be part of the team and so that's kind of what they've been really focusing on and it's just building blocks and they got a new first year head coach like riverton does and um you know it's just 
trying to get things going and um busy weekend for lander volleyball too they got riverton and then they're playing a bunch of 3a opponents in rollins Wyatt has nicely assembled the entire Fremont County sports schedule for you. You can check it out at County 10, and if you don't see it right away on the homepage, click that little magnifying glass and search for sports schedule. That's exactly what I did before this podcast started <laughs> so that I could find that schedule. So if you're listening to this on Thursday uh, when we're recording, Wyatt's got volleyball coming up tonight at 6 o'clock. Tune in to that if you're unable to make it to the gym. And if you're listening on Friday, you can go back and watch those games archived and uh, look ahead to some football that we've got coming up for you tonight yeah we got riverton on the road for the first time jared so you get a you get two rough road trips right off the bat long road trips but gotta focus on the one right now in evanston i love road trips i'm not excited to drive back at two in the morning across wyoming but i am grateful that the two longest road trips we have in the regular season at least are so early in the year we should get some good weather but Riverton set into Evanston and uh, 6 o'clock kickoff on Friday for the Wolverines and the Red Devils. Two programs that are in sort of a similar situation. They haven't had a lot of success recently. There haven't been a lot of wins, and they have a brand new coach this year, so they're both adapting to the new style. It's really hard for me to tell where Evanston's at because they've played two out-of-state teams. And I talked yesterday with uh, head coach Steve Moore, who took over for New Lander head coach Jim Burton, and he basically said we considered these two first games preseason for us. The Utah and Idaho teams that some of these Wyoming teams are playing start the year earlier, so they've got more games into the season. He said, really, it's just all about uh, trying to get some practice and some reps in before we move on to Wyoming opponents. And he thinks now that they've got those two games out of the way, Riverton is where the real season starts for them. Yeah, and, you know, going back to the out-of-state, I feel like teams that kind of are close near Nebraska, Idaho, Colorado, except for Buffalo, they like to like to go all the way down to Colorado last year for their one game that's going to be switched this year. But, you know, I feel like they kind of – get that more opportunity and it's unfortunate for like lander riverton you know mm -hmm. kind of those teams middle of the state they don't get to play those out-of-state teams which is kind of unfortunate because there's benefits but there's also downsides to that too yeah i really want uh, a wolverine football trip to like honolulu or something next well, year i don't know so about I that with that <laughs> so i can fly with the team and uh yeah be part of the situation there so if uh wolverines could hook that up that'd be great but no i i agree with you it's it's always interesting to see out-of-state teams that's what i like about the flaming gorge tournament when basketball goes there occasionally there's a a bordering state team that you get to see how you match up against somebody totally different and i think kind of going in blind not knowing anything about the opponent is uh an advantage later in the season so riverton at evanston kickoff at six o'clock scott fuller and i have the pregame coverage starting at 5 30 on 105.1 jack fm you can watch it on county 10's youtube like you can all season long but uh one more note about this one i i think it's very fascinating because both sides think they have a real legitimate shot at winning this and uh, could pick up their first win on the year and gain some momentum through the season so i expect a really competitive game well if you are a listener for riverton patrick from wyoming dash football has riverton winning 
this matchup and his predictions. So maybe that's a positive sign to come for you and the Wolverines, Jared. Yeah, I I hope he's right. I, <laughs> I hope that uh, there's some momentum. It feels like only having seen Riverton twice and last week was a blowout, but it feels like there are some wins to be had this season for Riverton. And I think that uh, the trajectory of the team will continue to get better as the season goes along. Wyatt, your Lander Tigers are back in action. First, let's back up to the Green River game last week. That was a thriller down to the wire, and I know Lander fans may not want to relive the final moments of that one, but that was a really fun game to watch, a close game. Well, you're saying Lander fans. You're making me relive this moment, Jared. So, <laughs> 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 no, I, I, I think it was really fun to kind of be a part of. You know, Lander got a, a good game out of it. Unfortunately, 43 seconds left. River t- or Green River scores, and then Lander unfortunately loses the football on the ensuing kickoff. And you know, it's a game good for Lander because they now get that kind of game. You got to look at some of the things they were able to do. The offense was definitely a lot better than against Cody for sure. Um, defense made some good plays and they create the turnovers, but they created some a couple of fourth down plays for against Green River. So you know, build on that and try to come back this week they're taking on a tough Powell team who blanked Whirling and scored 51 of their own points last week so uh, or yeah last week so we'll see how Lander attacks Powell this week. Is Powell still ranked number four this week? They moved up to three this okay. week. Okay. I was going to say, I voted for him for th- uh, number three because of what they did uh, against Whirlwind. And I've talked to a few media members and coaches across the state now preparing for the Riverton games. And I ask them what they think about 3A. And obviously, everybody says it's the Cody and Star Valley show. Those are by far and away the two best teams right now. But then I say, who can compete? And the unanimous answer from everybody I've talked to around the state is Powell. Powell's got a lot of seniors. They've got very good athletes, and they look good against Riverton. They looked great against Worland. Landers got their work cut out for them. They do, and we'll find out 6 o'clock at Bill Bush Stadium, and we'll have the call on KOVE as well as YouTube and Facebook. Got uh, a couple of other Fremont County football teams in action this weekend. Wyoming Indian gets a home game as uh, the Riverside Rebels come to Ethity. Yeah, that's their second of three straight home games, so they kind of get a nice start to this one. And I want to bring this up. The reclassification numbers got introduced in with Wyoming Indians' new numbers now. They'll stay 1A, 9-man next season, but... Uh, they'll be eligible for playoffs going forward because they're considered a 2A team. So this will be at least the last season that Wyoming Indian will play and not be eligible for the playoffs. It'd be really fun to see the Chiefs in uh, the near future make a playoff run. They haven't had a lot of football success, but they obviously have had a lot of great athletes come out of that school uh, with cross-country championships. They've got a great basketball program and have won several state titles there. So they're not shy of athletes. They just haven't had the football success, and uh, it would be really fun to see a Chiefs playoff run here. Uh, the Shoshone Wranglers make another road trip as they go north to take on the Grable Buffaloes Friday at 7. Yeah, we'll see if they can bounce back after tough Pine Bluffs game after they were shut out in the second half. They kept things close in that first half, but you know, they got to work on some of the turnovers that I noticed in that one. And um, you know, Grable put up a win against Moorcroft, so 
we'll see what Shoshone can do, especially, again, they lost a big senior class, and they're trying to kind of refill most of those key positions that they lost a season ago. Also should point out Wind River was supposed to be at St. Stephen's this uh, weekend. St. Stephen's unfortunately had to forfeit that, so the win goes to Wind River. Do we know if the Cougars are picking up a game anywhere or not? They'll take on the Katrona County Sub-Varsity Squad Saturday at 1230, and uh, that'll be at Wind River. And I think Wind River kind of planned for it because I saw it on the schedule looked like early on so um i could be wrong there but that's what i noticed but again still unfortunate for st stevens they're they want to get a football season but already have had to forfeit their second game and that one's a conference game too because conference for 1a and 2a already are kicking off yeah, I'm hopeful the Eagles can rebound and, and field a squad at some point here this season. And uh, good for Wind River to get a game in here after that forced postponement. Some of the big games across the state that I'm interested in keeping an eye on haven't paid a ton of attention to Class 4A football except the scoreboard. But uh, the top-ranked team, defending state champion Cheyenne East uh, Thunderbirds, take on the Thunder Basin squad. So it's the, the Thunder matchup in Cheyenne. So that's number one versus number four in the capital city yeah that's a great matchup cheyenne east has kind of been the team that's been talked about in 4a and um that'll that'll be a good matchup and jared i think one matchup locally that's big and a big one for the state is in six man for dubois and little snake river yeah dubois and little snake river is the one versus two showdown uh we'd hope to have been joined by dubois head coach david trembley but prior obligations prevented that so hopefully we get on the phone with uh, coach trembley and some of the dubois rams here very soon we want to give some credit to the rams but man if you are looking for something to do that is a two o'clock afternoon kickoff uh in bags and i know that's kind of a lengthy trip for fremont county folks but if you just want to see really good high-powered six-man football that would be a fun one to watch since 2015 this is something i pulled out when i was doing some research one win for dubois since 2015 that's the last eight matchups against little snake and so little snake has definitely had dubois's hands but this is also potentially a state championship preview as well yeah it's just what i was going to say we talked to david settle last week who thought dubois had a chance at a state championship but the hurdle in their way is that little snake river team and uh, obviously there's some other good teams that could pop up throughout the season too but uh that could be an early indication of what uh state championship football in laramie looks like yeah and um i think last year too dubois had a good shot and burlington kind of took the game that really mattered in the end and um yeah state championship preview if dubois can make it that make that trip if little snake can make it back there for a third time in a row and it'll be it'll be fun jerry we'll see how that pulls out because you know no, six man can get really ugly really quick on the scoreboard. Yeah, or it can be really fun. It can, <laughs> it be, can be really fun too. One hundred and ninety nine. Is that a Friday game or a Saturday? Saturday. Game? Saturday at two o'clock. So there you go. Uh, in bags, but a uh, good one to keep an eye on for all football fans across Wyoming. Uh, a couple other games to make note of across the state that I think are interesting. At least I mentioned that four A ranked matchup. There's actually two four A ranked matchups. Number five Cheyenne Central goes to number. Three Natrona on Friday night in Class 3A. We're always
always interested in 3A with Riverton and Lander uh, teams. And number two, Cody's at Worland. That uh, is going to be an, uh, a, a tough experience, perhaps, for the Worland Warriors. But uh, we'll see if Cody can keep rolling. So kind of going back to reclassification numbers, um, just because this is this could be big depending on what happens and nothing set in stone but Worland might be going down to 2a next year with the new numbers they obviously can elect to stay up but um according to wyoming football it's scheduled that torrington makes their way back up Worland will make the jump down to 2a and if that happens that would be no Worland football for 3A, at least for Lander and Riverton. I mean, they could play before conference games, but... Would Worland's other sports stay in 3A, potentially? Yes. Okay. Because I was going to say, I don't think 2A teams would be very thrilled to see Worland basketball <laughs> and maybe Worland soccer uh, dropping down. I guess they can't in soccer. But basketball certainly has been a monster at Worland High School. I think this game's interesting, uh, and maybe it's not getting a lot of attention, but how they match up with each other in 3A. Green River goes to Rollins, and I think this is after you saw Green River last week. We know that they at least finished one point better than Lander. How does Green River stack up with Rollins? And we're trying to figure out where Rollins is this well, year. Well, I haven't seen Rollins, so I can't rake a real good, I guess, educated guess or hypothesis if we want to use school related terms. But get a hypothesis uh, <laughs> out of uh, a sports podcast. Sorry. We don't use language yeah. like that. It was an easy setup. We're not chair. educated <laughs> folks, Wyatt. <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, two teams that are still kind of building, you know, at Rollins is have in their second year with David Hastings as the head coach and, you know, Green River, obviously with their new head coach. And I believe Rollins got a win against Burns to start off the year. So um, everybody's saying Rollins could be a team that gets somebody to get, like I said, Patrick said on our first episode, they almost got Riverton last year. Yep. Uh, again, uh, Wyatt's got Lander football on KOVE and streaming video on County 10's YouTube channel. I've got the Wolverines and Evanston Red Devils on 105.1 Jack FM, also on County 10's YouTube channel. Volleyball, if you're listening on Thursday night, Lander and Riverton, the rivalry showdown. We mentioned the volleyball weekend. There's a lot of invitationals that our Fremont County teams are off to. Let's turn the page to golf, which, believe it or not this always sneaks up on us so fast golf is into the postseason yeah conference starting today for riverton where riverton's in wheatland for the 3a east it's kind of weird how close land and riverton are and they're in two separate conferences or classes but um Lander Friday and Saturday will be in Green River and uh, state next week is the Riverton boys will be seeking another state title. Parker Paxton next week would be seeking his fourth individual state title, which that's hard to do in general. <laughs> that is an amazing feat. And I mean, three for three is amazing if he didn't get it, but uh, four in a row would be unbelievable. Uh, where's state golf? State golf is in Worland this year. Okay. That's next week. All right. Very good. We'll keep an eye on that and then uh, bring you some interviews and content from our high school golfers as they go into the postseason. Girl Swimming also has a busy weekend. There's a big event in Cody and Lander. looks like they're headed to Green River for a duel. Yep. Two duels for Lander. They'll be in Green River and then in Jackson and Riverton's going to have 
couple of invitationals in Park County that they elected to participate in. Both of those are back-to-back days starting on Friday, concluding on Saturday because nobody does anything on Sunday. It's part of the WHSA rules. So um, busy weekend for swimming. It's just a busy weekend for Fremont County Athletics in general. And also this is the time where teams are not going to be in the county as much. Uh, if you look at the Fremont County sports schedule, especially with volleyball kind of going out, there's some local games happening too. So um, again, check out that schedule where all Fremont County teams are, including Central Wyoming College. Barry Bryant invite in cross country to round out the high school scoreboard. Uh, basically, the majority of Fremont County cross country runners will be at that. Yep, all Fremont County teams going to participate. And again, Randy Tucker does great coverage on the cross country meets. And we'll get results out as soon as they are available on our website. Kind of the objective for this podcast and weekend preview for Wyatt and I is to talk prep sports primarily, but uh, you mentioned it there for a second. There's a lot of CWC happenings too, so uh, rustlers and lady rustlers in a lot of activities. You can, you can find the full schedule under that sports schedule story that Wyatt expertly crafted at county10.com. Any uh, big storylines from CWC you're watching this fall? Riverton Golf Home this week, uh, starting today actually, and concluding tomorrow. But, um, you know, how does volleyball respond with a new head coach? Is Kim Davis makes the move from Riverton to Central Wyoming. And, you know, Central Wyoming's gotten some invites to big tournaments. I mean, they went to Texas last week and um, obviously, unfortunately struggled. But, you know, now that they have kind of that name and that reputation of being at the national tournament and performing better the last couple of seasons, they kind of get those big invitationals as well. Definitely. All right, Wyatt, anything uh, else we missed? That reclassification story is very interesting. If you want to look at the future of Wyoming High School Athletics, you've mentioned it a couple of times, but just to reemphasize, that is also up at County 10, and I think it's really fun to take a peek at and just see what uh, changes are coming and what could possibly happen. Well, the story's not even over. We still are waiting on who's going to be where and, you know, where Riverton's going to stand because 4A's got 15 schools and obviously they got to divide that up into east and west, north and south, however they want to do it. And um, so this this story is still kind of an ongoing thing. We just know how football is going to be affected now. And one of them does affect Fremont County and Wyoming Indian. Definitely. All right. We've got uh, sports coverage right and left for you again. Subscribe to County 10's YouTube channel to watch all of our games. We'll notify you if you're subscribed every time. That includes some volleyball coming up and Lander and Riverton football every single week. Also on our sports calendar for KOVE, uh, Wyoming Cowboy football returns on Saturday. They take on the Portland State Pilots, the first ever meeting between Wyoming and Portland State. Two o'clock is the kickoff, which means twelve thirty is our pregame coverage. What about last week? We we gone so far without talking about that. I know it's not. I mean, it's it as a local component, but what a game that was last week. Yeah, unreal. Uh, one of the best just college football games in the first week too. I heard a lot of national folks talking about how much fun that was. Double overtime. Wyoming does really interesting things after lightning delays. I found out 
you're young, Wyatt, so I don't know if you remember, like, seven years ago, the Northern Illinois game went to a lightning delay. They finished at, like, 2 in the morning in triple overtime. So that one was nuts, and Northern Illinois was really good at that time, too. It's not as impressive as the Texas Tech win, but uh, we had the Missouri win with an SEC school coming into Wyoming in uh, week one a few years ago. So just interesting to see what some of these bigger, more well-known schools do when they come to Laramie and uh, some of the, the atmospheric things, the elevation, the crowd, just the interesting travel into Laramie, I think, affects teams like that a little bit. Yeah, and you know, Texas Tech even came a day early, too, to get acclimated to the elevation, but it won't get easier for Wyoming. They got Texas, and they got a couple of big opponents they got to play this year and it's going to be tough after portland state yeah portland state was a little deceiving in week one i'm told they played your oregon ducks and got rolled like 81 to 7 but i heard that after the first couple series portland state just basically benched their starters they said okay we're gonna get smoked in this game we don't want to get our starters hurt so let's just get some experience and benched a lot of their starters took the paycheck from oregon <laughs> playing in that game and so wyoming may not have the greatest gauge from that game on what they'll bring but uh, two o'clock kickoff from war memorial stadium again you're home for wyoming cowboy football all season long k O-V-E, 1330 AM, 107.7 FM. And uh, on that note, while I'm doing football on the radio plugs, Denver Bronco football is back this Sunday. They take on the Oakland Raiders. You can catch every single Bronco game on the radio on K-O-V-E. And it should be interesting to see how the orange and blue do this year. Sean Payton, new head coach, Russell Wilson. Hopefully he can bounce back for... Bronco fans out there, but you know, this football season is here, Jared. It's kind of like a second Christmas for me. It is Christmas time <laughs> for football fans. So watch uh, County 10's YouTube for more, and we hope to uh, have you uh, viewing our coverage of volleyball and football here over the next couple of days. Next week, we'll be back with guests on the show. Again, we had one guest uh, fall through this week, so you get to put up with Wyatt and I's analysis, but I uh, hope you're enjoying the County 10 Sports Podcast so far. We've got some other stuff coming very soon. Wyatt uh, has a lot of Lander interviews from athletes and coaches to look forward to on this stream. I'll have some more Riverton coverage, and we throw some random things at you once in a while on the podcast stream, too. I mean, why so, not? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and subscribe. <laughs> wherever you find podcasts we appreciate that and if you don't mind it helps us considerably if you leave a rating and a review if you wouldn't mind taking a few seconds we would be indebted to you wyatt have a great call over the next couple of days and uh, we'll chat again next week thanks jared have a good call in evanston